0: Welcome to the ChatGPT podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each episode, we dive into the latest developments in the exciting field of artificial intelligence, exploring its applications and potential impacts on our daily lives. If you follow the show, you know that I give a weekly update on what I am currently building in AI. A couple weeks ago, I announced the opening of the waitlist for my AI tool building platform, AI Box. I've been blown away by the interest I've seen in the platform. This weekend, I went through and looked at the waitlist and I saw people from Microsoft, Amazon, Salesforce, Cisco, Ally Bank, PwC, TSMC, Ford, Deloitte, and McKinsey. So if you want to join these incredible companies and get on the waitlist, go to AIbox.ai. We'll be rolling out access to the platform in sequential order of who's Signed up first. Next week, Monday the 26th, I'll be in San Francisco meeting with some people. If you're a venture fund in the Bay Area and would like to meet up in person to talk about AI Box, send me an email at jayden at AIbox.ai. I would love to tell you more about what we're building in person. Just recently, three major tech companies have announced some major investments into AI. So today on the podcast, I want to break down who's investing into AI, why these enormous sums of money are going into it, and what these companies hope to get out of it. So the first one is Salesforce. Salesforce is well known for the fact that just recently and earlier this year they announced they would be investing 250 million dollars um, into different AI investments, and they have just upped that number to 500 million. The next one I want to talk about is Lenovo, who just announced um, edge servers as part of a 1 billion dollar AI push that they are going to be making, and the third is Accenture. The you know, very famous consulting group, Accenture has just announced that they are going to be investing $3 billion into AI to accelerate their clients reinvention, as they say, but they're going to be investing this $3 billion over the next three years. So today on the podcast, let's break down why exactly these three companies are making such massive investments and what they're planning on doing. So for Salesforce, um, I think this is a really, uh, this is a big no brainer. Um, They're hoping to essentially incorporate new tools into their platform to help Um, increase the profitability of their current clients and you have to think of this from two sides one is just like the straight up profitability and um and just the ability for them to make more money but the but the other one is not is you know of course they're trying to make money from sales but the other one is also their stock price i think you know any savvy publicly traded company can tell at this point that the winners right now on the stock market are ones that have integrated AI. So when you see Google, Microsoft, NVIDIA um, all doing quite well and many, many other software companies doing quite poorly this year, um, year to date, I think that this is kind of a no brainer for Salesforce to re- make sure they're really focusing on this trend and capitalizing on it. It reminds me of a famous Microsoft case study that went over, you know, the, I believe it was a Harvard business review case study. And essentially they were, they were talking about an acquisition that Microsoft made and they went over all the pros and cons of the acquisition, yada, yada, if it was going to be successful and, or if not. And, uh, i remember remembered doing this in class in university. Um, and it, this is an old acquisition from, I, I believe the nineties or something, but Essentially, it was a software that could help make websites, and it was as, you know, the web was coming online, and Microsoft went and spent a bunch of money to buy this. Now, um, I believe that they ended up canning the entire software, or they incorporated it into something else they were doing, so it no longer was one of their main products. However... at the end of the day, when we looked at the business case study, they looked at the amount that they paid for the company, and then the amount that their stock price increased the next day after they made the announcement. And their market cap increased significantly more than they paid for the company, you know, maybe 10x what they actually ended up paying for the company. And so I think overall, a lot of these companies investing into AI right now are thinking about similar things, thinking about their market caps, how those are going to improve if they're going to be viewed as forward thinking companies and whatnot. And so because of that, you know, in addition to making their products better and, you know, charging customers more, I think they know that um, there's also that aspect that they need to focus on. I think what's important with Salesforce in particular is they've honestly had a pretty difficult six months. They've just had a whole bunch of job cuts. Um, They've had a bunch of executives leave the company. They've had public pressure from activist investors. Um, And right now, I believe that they're trying to kind of win back the faith of a lot of their shareholders Um, And I would say that this is because a lot of investors right now are kind of concerned about their sales growth. So um, in May, they did a projected revenues for the current quarter, and they said that they were going to gain 10% from a year earlier. And that's actually going to be their slowest jump uh, on record. And that's a significant drop from um, a time when a 30% increase was pretty routine for them. So a lot of the executives over there have talked up the potential for AI to essentially just drive expansion within their firm. Um, They talked about cloud computing and mobile games um, before this. Generative AI is kind of the next thing that according to Mark Benioff, he says it's going to spark a massive new tech buying cycle. Um, And so during the earnings call and kind of after he announced the recent results, um, this is what he was talking and this is the positive spin he's trying to put on it. And so obviously he's trying to put a big investment into this space, um, because it's kind of viewed as the way to, I don't, I don't want to say save his company because obviously Salesforce is doing well. And I mean, a 10% growth is still year over year is still, uh, growth, but this is kind of what he's hoping to supercharge his company and get back into that hyper growth phase that I think he would like to be at. Um. He did say that customers are going to pay an additional fee to use the new generative AI features built into Salesforce, um, and I think that they're still testing a bunch of different pricing levels for this. Um, also, they're testing whether it's going to be included, uh, if it's going to be based on kind of like a flat rate subscription, um, or as you know, he said, if you're going to have to buy like an AI cloud starter pack with you know 50 licenses for unlimited use. So um, when talking about this, he said that it's going to cost around $360,000 a year um, for Salesforce, Slack, and Tableau. Um, and that is kind of for what they would call their starter pack. So I think they definitely see the ability to make more money off of this. So this is definitely something they're going to invest into and focus on. But I also think they're really making sure that like they want to look like a forward-thinking company, and they're definitely paying attention to their stock price right now. Lenovo is a bit of a different story. So lo- Lenovo recently just announced, um, edge servers, which is going to be part of their $1 billion AI push. Um, and apparently the new Lenovo think edge servers are going to deliver a lot more processing power where data is being generated and apparently is going to enable enterprises to run real time inference at the edge. So essentially they're, they're planning a major AI push with this billion dollar investment. And they're gonna be focusing this on hardware and software over the next three years. So similar to Accenture who's you know made their new made their public commitment, which is gonna be over the next few years. Um, Lenovo is doing this. And to be honest, I think this is a really good move for a lot of these companies in the space. And I think this is really positive for the industry as a whole when we see these, you know, pretty large companies making multi-year, multi-billion dollar investments or billion-dollar investments. Um, or you know the high hundred million dollar investments over over the course of a few years i think this is important because it shows that they see um the longevity in ai and they're kind of committed to this and they see how this is actually changing the future in a large way so from lenovo's uh from lenovo's end what they're actually building is what they call a think edge se 360 v2 so essentially it's an edge server designed to provide really advanced computing performance for ai applications Um, And so that's where, you know, we're talking about like computer vision, voice AI, generative AI, those types of things. And it is built on Intel and NVIDIA's processors. And they also have support from NVIDIA's AI enterprise software platform and from Qualcomm's cloud AI 100 platform. So that's for processing really intense workloads um, at the data source. So it features a really compact size Um, And essentially, it's this ruggedized form factor, which is designed to withstand remote and rugged environments, which I think is very interesting. Um, And then they have a second server, which is more designed for kind of hybrid cloud and modern HCI deployments. So that is going to be more focused on, you know, storage, um, high capacity storage. And that's going to be coupled with Intel's Exeon Deep Processor, which was more of like a mid-range performance processor. So it's kind of focused on consolidating workloads, data backup, collaborations, and content delivery. In any case, this is a pretty massive investment from Lenovo. I think they know that pushing forward in this way is, is, the, is the space for growth. The third company I wanted to talk about is Accenture. So they've, of course, announced they're going to put $3 billion invested into AI. Um, And of course, they're doing that on behalf of a lot of their companies that they work for. And for those that don't know, Accenture is essentially a consulting firm. Um, You know, I've had I've known some people that have worked here before. Um, It's a really reputable company. And essentially, they have consultants, but they also have uh, like in house, um, you know, developers, for example. So like you could go to them and ask them to help with consulting, but they could also go and get your project done and built out and they have developers that could, you know, uh, work on a tech project for you work on a coding project for you and that kind of thing. So I think this makes a lot of sense. Um, at a high level, essentially what they said is that they're going to double their AI talent to about 80,000 people, um, and they're going to do that by hiring, acquisitions, and training. I think this is interesting. You know, this isn't just obviously hiring because trying to get 40,000 talented people is not always easy, so I think they know they're going to have to acquire, because a lot of these people are going to be working at companies. They're going to have to acquire some people. They're going to have to do some training in-house, and then they're going to be uh, hiring people out, you know, outside. Uh, they said that they're going to use it to expand essentially their data in AI practice to offer a lot of new industry solutions and also pre-built models that are going to help companies across um, what they say is 19 different industries. Um, and they're also going to launch AI Navigator for Enterprise as a platform to kind of guide AI strategy use cases and, as they say, rigorous business cases. Essentially, they're they're trying to help with decision making and uh, responsible policies and, you uh, and using AI in that regard and helping, you know, new companies implement AI into their company. So um, within this, the uh, the CEO said, there is unprecedented interest in all areas of AI and the substantial investments we're making in our data and AI practice will help our clients move from interest to action to values and in a responsible way with a clear business case. Um, Companies that build a strong foundation of AI by adopting and scaling it now where the technology is mature and delivers clear value will be better positioned to reinvent, compete and achieve new levels of performance. Our clients have complex environments and at a time when the technology is changing rapidly, our deep understanding of ecosystem solutions allows us to help them navigate quickly and cost effectively to make smart decisions. So obviously Accenture is investing pretty heavily into this space. Um, I think they know that this is going to be one of the biggest ways for them to help grow their company and the companies of, you know, everyone that they are currently working for and uh, consulting on. Now, this is what I think is interesting. This is specifically what they're planning on investing those $3 billion into. Uh, they said they're going to invest into assets, industry solutions, ventures, acquisitions, talent, and ecosystem partnerships. Something really interesting that I think it's their group chief executive of Accenture Technology, it's uh, Paul Dowry, what he said just recently is he said, over the next decade, AI will be a mega trend, transforming industries, companies, and the ways we live and work as generative AI transforms 40% of all working hours. I think that's absolutely insane. You know, Accenture is known for making these predictions and for really studying the market. And the fact that they're predicting That AI is going to transform 40% of all working hours, I think is very significant. And the reason why they're coming in with such an aggressive uh, investment into AI and uh, focusing on that for their clients. So overall, I think right now companies know that investing in AI, especially right now when this boom is, you know, beginning, is the way that they can set themselves uh, on a pathway to success. It's a pretty stark, you know, like the public is responding and the public markets are responding in a very strong way towards companies that are very AI focused, AI driven, and are shipping AI products right now. Um, Those are the ones that are being rewarded on the stock market. Those are the ones that are being rewarded with investors. And so I think that's really where people's focus is on. Um, You know, if for nothing else, Uh, for the fact that they know this is, you know, the the steps they need to take to stay relevant and to essentially, you know, deliver what their customers and what people are looking for um, in a time when you can't really get away with not implementing AI anymore because um, it is so prevalent, if you don't, your competitor will and you'll essentially just become irrelevant without it. So this is a really interesting area to continue to follow to see who continues to invest more money into AI, These are some big names and some big uh, dollar figures, and so this will be interesting to follow into the future. We just launched our AI Creators Discord community. If you're looking for a really kind of hands-on and innovative place to talk to other people making amazing things in AI, you need to join this community. Obviously, it's a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share prompts, and software and tools that we're using to create really interesting use cases. We'd love to have you join and become part of the community. If you don't use Discord, there's also always the Facebook group. I'll link both of those down in the description. You've been listening to the ChatGPT podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic week.